Kia ora everyone, my name's Shiv. My name's Denzel. And welcome back to the Pace Pod. <laughs> nice, dudes. Nice. It's been a while since we've done one of those intros. Yeah. I, I thought I might, might switch it up for a bit. Yeah, that was a throwback to the time where I didn't respond for like, it felt like an eternity. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just stared at me because that's also the time when my internet was good enough that I could see you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good memories, guys. Good memories. <laughs> what episode is this? Like, what are we... We're, we're at least on 10, right? This this will be the 10th or 11th. Oh. It's, it's one or the other. There's a there's something, there's something in the works that might make it the 10th, that might make it the 11th. So, we'll see. But yeah, double digits. Okay. How exciting. Well, happy double digits. We're officially... We're, our child is officially in intermediate school. Yes. Right? Yeah, well, whatever yeah. that means. New Zealanders are weird, but yeah, I'm with you. Oh, what do you have? Middle school? No, we have <laughs> primary school, high school. Keep it simple, bro. Oh, we have, we've broken it down, bro. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Um, yeah, keen, keen to, keen to see where this, this pace pod goes and uh, to, here's to many more episodes. Yeah. And um, if you have been enjoying, please remember to give it five stars. Um, yep. Give it a like and subscribe and share it with your mates, um, please. We need to get the share it the on reach. TikTok. Okay. <laughs> Still targeting who is it? Gen Gen Zs? Is it Gen Z? Gen, Gen Dragon I Ball Z? I don't know. Dragon it's Ball a, Z. It's all ringing. All what, ringing wait. bells. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z was the first one, right? No, Dragon no, Ball. It was Dragon was first. Ball. Yeah, yeah. And then Dragon Ball. Z. Z, yeah. Then G G T, yeah. And then Kai, which was just a shortened version of Z, and then Super. Uh, I think I stopped watching after Dragon Ball. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, um, wasn't didn't tickle my pickle. Okay. <laughs> All right, pickle Rick, calm down. Um, anyway, let's <laughs> um. Let's uh, let's move more towards what we're talking about because as much as I'd love to do a Dragon Ball Z podcast, that's, uh, that's, that's not the topic for today. No, I don't think that's the topic for Paste either, but we'll see. You never Wait. know. <laughs> Speaking of under-delivering and over-promising, yeah. what if we... <laughs> hear me out. What if we do a podcast where we both watch Dragon Ball Z episodes or Dragon Ball episodes and then we review them? Yeah, so it's like a reacting thing. Yeah, yeah. But these episodes would have come out what, like thirty years ago now? Yep, yep. So literally, no one wants this. Yep, correct. Yeah. Uh, so we, let's do it. <laughs> Sign the dotted line, bro. Let's get this contract going, and and we're done, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Speaking dear. of contracts, ah, uh, here money. we go. Here we go. What a transition! The king of transitions is back. Bro, the king of ideas and the king of trends. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. What, what can't you say? More like it. It's just it's it's too good. Um. So yes. We, we got money. money. We yep. got pesa. We've got dineros. Yeah, we got argent. You know. Um. What do you use in Australia? Dollars. Didgeridoos. Ah, oh, yes, correct. Yeah, that's great, man. So so culturally appropriate. <laughs> Eucalyptus leaves. Anyway, anyway, let's 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 get into this because this topic needs a bit more seriousness about it. I feel, well, money can be fun, 
but <laughs> money is fun. Let's be real. Money, yeah, money is money. Let's let's get into what we what we think about money, shall we? Yeah. Um, so your idea. Curious. Tell us, tell us why you wanted to to talk about this. Um. Well. Um. Recently, I've started my full time job, so it's my first proper job, and uh, I'm on a salary, which means I get money. You're you're a big boy now. You've graduated. I've graduated, so no longer part-time jobs or trying to figure out if next month I'll be able to buy Maccas at 12 a.m. Yep, bro. Um, what a I know feeling how much money's in my account. Yeah, <laughs> nice, bro. That's. <laughs> I'm it's glad you got the priorities. <laughs> you know how it'd be, bro. I'm still yeah. trying to get that Macca sponsorship. Yeah. I'm so glad you're doing it on the pace pod as well, man. It warms my heart. <laughs> um, but yeah, nah, fair enough. It's um, it's a topic that affects every every single person. Yeah, and yeah. just to like tie it in with some other things I've been dealing with, like mental health issues, like that money is, plays a big role in that. And yep. yeah, I'll be keen to talk to you about your views on money and how that may have changed and your spending habits and how that may have changed. I think yep. that'll be quite interesting to talk about. Yeah, keen. All right, let's um let's get into it. So um what is money? What is money? <laughs> what is currency? Um let's talk about what we spend our money on. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, well, let's say within the last 3 3 months, what have you spent your money on? Um lots of things. Lots of things. So within the last 3 months, I am pleased mm. to say that I have acquired um, property with my money. Well, so that's congratulations again. Thank you, thank you. That's that's. I think that's a good, <laughs> that's good. I'm happy with that first um, first property apartment um, due to be completed 2023. So obviously a while away. But I'm actually going to open up my banking app because it breaks it down nicely for me, and. Um, I can see from my recent expenditure that there's a lot of of what they categorize as good life spending. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not what I want to be seeing as much of. Yeah, Um, good life, bro. Don't worry about it. Yeah, man. You know, gotta gotta live the good life. Lots of restaurants and cafes. Okay, that's that's not what I I like to see as as much. Um, (laughs) But yeah, personal personal expenditure. Like for me, obviously, I have a big focus on health. Um, mm. so, you know, constant, more well, consistent, not constant, consistent physio, um, remedial massage appointments, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, you know, try to eat, eat good foods. Um, although I don't pay, you know, too much for groceries cause that's, uh, mom and dad helped me out until, uh, until 2023, but <laughs> <laughs> otherwise it's a it's a bit all over the board so yeah that's that's my breakdown i'll go into depth a bit more about that after you i think you should give us what you tell us what you spend your money on yeah so i guess in the last three months i've probably spent a lot on clothing okay um just going through my banking app too um nice. <laughs> a lot on money uh, a lot on food a lot on Food money, bro. Hey, you got to spend money <laughs> to make money, as they say. <laughs> hey, that's the one. Um, 
be a lot on food. I love eating like for new restaurants and new food and I'm a I wouldn't say I'm a foodie, but I just like food, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, fair call. Bro, uh, petrol, like just living expenses. Yeah. Um, petrol, uh, parking, because I have to park where I work. So it's about 24 bucks a day. So pretty, um, pretty, pretty standard expenses, I'd say, to this point from both yeah, of us. Yeah, nothing too crazy. Yeah. Um, I did recently just buy a humidifier. Um, Dude, nice. Shout out to the humidifier people. I can't remember the name of the brand, but if you want to send me more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great shout out, bro. I'm sure, I'm sure they're going to be sending stuff to you. Um, cause they uh, obviously remember your name too. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, of course. Bro. Um, yeah, like I, I guess also some health stuff. So I, I go physio, um, yep. every two weeks, I think it's two weeks, yep. every three weeks, something like that. Um, and badminton, I pay for the court. Yeah. Yeah. Like activities, uh, probably more recently, like I did buy clothes, like just winter clothes hoodies shit like that yeah that i needed yeah um but mainly necessities i don't really i wouldn't really say i although i did buy like the clothing choices i made weren't probably the most frugal yeah um, for once (laughs) in my life so um, um can you i think what we should do is can you say like for the say last month or month before last I don't know if your bank does this. Can you have like a breakdown of of your expenditure if you're willing to share that? Um, um I money. wish it did actually. But yeah, I almost feel like I I would have to export it to Excel and figure it out myself. Mate, that's uh, um, that's the thing. That's why I'm with my bank because they just they lay it out for me, man. Nice and simple. Love the features of Neo Banks. Not that this is an endorsement for them, but shout yeah. out to well, who is it? Neo Bank. That's um. Neobank's like a just online only bank, right? So that's just a whole like new category of banks. And oh, right. the bank I use is called UpBank here in Australia. And they have like really cool, cool features. Up, like up, like the movie Up, you know, like going up. Oh. <laughs> like when it's up and it's yeah. up and it's up. It's up. And it's up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Stop that. Oh. <laughs> no copyright, no copyright. <laughs> but, yeah, so they're like, they do cool things. They break down your spending. You have... um budget trackers per category so i can see that i have for this month 57 dollars left for restaurants and cafes 40 dollars for mm-hmm. takeaway um you know 226 for groceries all that type of stuff but the mm. other cool thing is um they can do like things like pay splitting so when you get paid you can open up all these different savers um mm. so right now i have one two three four five and it can like split based off percentage of your pay. So it's like 10% goes into your splurge account, 10% goes into your travel account or whatever, however your um, financial setup is. But yeah. but as of this month, uh, I have spent $103 on Good Life, mm-hmm. $277 on personal, $74 on home and $6 mm-hmm. on transport, the perks of not owning a car. Wow. Yeah. So that's um that's a nice little breakdown. That's a good breakdown. Yeah. yeah. So I, I forgot think... to add one thing actually. Um, oh yeah. Uh, I've been I booked a few trips. Okay. 
this week. So spent on those, and I went on a trip earlier uh, within the three months. I, I yeah. went on a trip as well. So I guess I do spend on like what I do spend on is trips. Yeah. 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 Nice. Like I'll you know get a nice Airbnb or whatever. And yeah. Make yeah, the most out of it. Y- you're bougie. We've established that. Um, we we bougie boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I guess it's it's cool to um to kind of see that breakdown because I feel this ties in perfectly to, you know, the fact that I was able to buy an apartment is because for the last year or two years, the mm. way I've been spending has completely changed to the way I used to spend. Um, right. And that has come about because of a maturity or a deeper understanding about money and what it what it actually means what society says it means and what it means to me um Mm. so like that's for me personally but curious to see like do you do you track um the way you spend your money like some people have a really like strict budget some people are just like woo, like you know i have money in my account and then just you know if i can save 300 of that i'm doing well type thing do you are you do you fall somewhere in between those two um somewhere in between so i do try and save uh, i do try and save doesn't always end up that way if like i'm doing something and i just need to spend money i won't feel guilty about it or anything like that yeah um because i know i have the money and i want to spend it yeah on things that i want um so i don't have that guilt um which is anymore yeah. Uh I definitely did have a spending guilt, but I couldn't stop spending at one point. Yeah. Um it felt good to spend. Bit of um, um what do they say, retail therapy? Yeah, I think it was honestly like I would buy shoes uh, for way too expensive <laughs> amounts of money. Yeah. That I didn't really need, but you know, I still went through my whole justification process, but I'd still buy it at the end of the day, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then more recently, like, I kind of became more better with my money, and now I feel like I'm at a good spot where I'm saving a bit. I'm also living my life I want to and, you know, buying nice things or nicer things than I used to. Yeah. Um, at one point. Yeah, so I've been through phases for sure where I've been very retail therapy Yep. to actually dealing with my mental health issues yeah <laughs> and, um <laughs> realizing that that was a vice for me i feel um, like that's very prevalent in teenagers though um because right. i don't know about you but like here in australia like there's nothing taught about you know finances and stuff in school or anything it's from your parents type thing right and obviously right just like you know how technologies evolve so quickly and people are trying to catch up into how to best manage that i think i feel like the same thing kind of happened with money with the introduction of like credit cards all these you know different types of things and now like afterpay and all that type of stuff you know um i feel like it's a very big thing that you know there's a lot of retail therapy there's a lot of you know seeing a seeing an amount in your account just in just spending and stuff especially when you're young and you don't really understand or don't have haven't formed the concept of what money means and to you and as a society and all that type of stuff um yeah for sure what is what is um or did you have a point you go you go 
Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I worked for a bank for four years of my life. And yeah. I still didn't understand how to spend my own money. Bro, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> like, you'd think that as someone who worked in a bank, I would understand credit cards and money and just good budgeting and good spending. But I don't. And I was in, like, in the industry, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's... um. Well, that th- to be honest, it doesn't really surprise me um, that much. Um, but the other thing as well is like in Australia, until very recently, we had Commonwealth Bank, like one of the big four banks here. They were yeah. teaching kids about money uh, in schools. And yeah. that's like the equivalent of having, you know, Ronald McDonald teaching kids about nutrition. Um, right. And that's... So the, the person that kind of... Uh, changed my perception around around money and that actually told me about that. Luckily, Commonwealth Bank wasn't in the school that I went to, but it was um, right. Scott Pape from Barefoot Investor, who's a, it's yeah. kind of turned into a meme now, the amount of people, you know, that say, oh, his book's amazing type stuff, like people are making memes out of it, but it's gen, and he's the one that, you know, came up with that Ronald McDonald analogy, but yeah, like, doesn't that seem like a flawed system to have one of the the biggest banks teaching you about about money yeah you know what i mean it's like how did they even get into the classroom in the first place bro you just like brought up some like repressed memories because <laughs> i remember <laughs> my like the national bank of new zealand coming to my school and every i think friday and so you could like deposit money oh and only if you had a national bank account <laughs> It was How like, good. you just like brought up this like weird memory, bro. And now that I think about it, all these new ad campaigns, like to help kids save and stuff, that's true. It's, it's the banks that are te- trying to teach you about money, but the banks are profiting off your money. Well, cause they're so, teaching you how to be essentially a profitable customer to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. and, and yeah, that's just business, but it's just like, who's letting them into the schools, right? Like that's... Yeah. Bro, that's just that's this was really in primary terrible. school too. Yeah, bro. <laughs> what you and the, all the you boys actually just brought up some memories, bro. But you know what I mean? Like, how insane is that? So it's like no wonder that you know, at the moment, or in Australia, we have I think in the world second highest amount of household debt in the world, if not first. Damn. And it's just like, well, with these with these practices, it's just like, well, how could we, you know, not be first in the world? Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I guess what I wanted to ask you as well is like, what is what is money to you? What does it mean to you? Yeah, I think that's a... Let, let's unpack that question, shall we? Yeah. Um, I think money is the, the means that we drive like our current society in. So you need money to be able to do things. Yeah. Um, own a car own a house um eat yep so it's a it's a necessary thing in current society um i don't know if it'll always be necessary yep um but it is currently so i see that i also see it as something that i can attain to get what i want and need yeah um so if I want something that costs $10,000, I know I'm going to have to save for it 
etc yeah so it's one of those things that like play in my head you know like it's it's a necessary evil but if i dwell on it too long and start prioritizing money then i start to dilute the i start to increase the value that money has on my life yeah yep so i know i can't go down that rabbit hole yeah so I, I I try to draw boundaries with with my, with my money. Like, um, for example, if I'm trying to, if I'm even with this job, like, it was I had to make sure that it's something that I enjoyed and something that I'm passionate about first, and then look at how much I get paid for it. Yeah. Um, and then now that I'm in the job, it's like you know trying to fight for a correct pay. For example, yep. Yep. No, not saying that I'm necessarily doing that, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So it's like it's yeah I see it as a necessary evil. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, well, my auntie actually you know planted this seed in my head and you know gave me a completely different perspective of how to look at money and at first I was like that doesn't align with me but you know the longer it's been it's like the more it resonates with me and that it's basically that money is an exchange of energy, right? Mm. So it's like you know, what whatever energy you're exchanging in that in that interaction um, can be positive, negative, but like that's the way you want to look at it. It's like, okay, well, what type of energy am I putting out? Um, and then just viewing that in, in general. So it's like, okay, in, in an interaction, like you're talking to someone, whether you're spending money, it's like you can apply that to pretty much any, you know, uh, interaction, transaction, whatever. And... Yeah, at first I was just like, ah, uh, you know, this doesn't doesn't really make sense in in a monetary sense. But the more I, you know, the more I've just been going about my life and stuff, the more that's kind of just been true, and it's actually really helped with me and my spending. Thinking about mm. it like that and having that awareness around it, and just being like, oh, is this is this really what I want to be giving my energy to? Instead of just being like money, it's like, is this what uh, is this really what it's worth giving my energy to? for this mm. type of thing. And it's just, yeah, it's really interesting how that's come um, to, to play a role in the, in the way I look at money now. Um, because at first, yeah, as I said, I was like, it's just, that's just weird, you know, <laughs> straight up weird yeah, way of looking at it. So interesting to think about that way. Yeah. Um, like sometimes I'll even say like, oh, this is, you know, five hours of me working because I know my hourly rate. Yeah. Um, so I guess like that, ties into your whole energy thing yep. as well that's really cool that it's framed like that i i like that a lot actually <laughs> yeah yeah so that's um that's just kind of how i look at it. and the same thing as you it is legitimately just a means of getting by in, in today's society right yeah because this is the other thing as well and this is a question i have all the time is it's like what if you know majority of the population decided that overnight that money didn't mean a thing type thing yeah you know so it's just like what would happen in that in that scenario because all we're saying is we're giving value to that dollar Mm -hmm. right so if if the whole you know if say 60 70 percent of the population just said you know what i don't you know money's i don't really care about money and then they just started you know viewing it more as like a holistic approach like okay I can grow this, I can make this, we're just exchanging that. And then, 
taking our ego out of the equation because you know you know i personally think that a lot of the thing is just is just ego um and greed and wanting more than you need you know what mm-hmm. what would happen in that scenario if we just took that out of took ego out of the equation and just said cool i'm trading you these um these veggies for that you're giving me this that 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 um yeah i feel like i feel like that could potentially be uh, a future version i don't think anytime soon of the way we go about these transactions uh, maybe a return yeah. to old times as they say <laughs> i mean speaking of future versions crypto oh bro <laughs> bitcoin mining uh yeah. algorithms a blockchain yeah. yeah that's my that's all that's i just wanted to mention Bitcoin. let's not talk about okay. bitcoin but um <laughs> I was waiting for a deep dive, like, man's going to be like, look, the technology is like this and this and that. And I was like, Bro, oh, okay. You know me. I, I already don't like the idea of money. Yeah. And I, I don't have the best relationship with money. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, this, yeah. It just doesn't, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a different podcast that we deep dive in with some expert. Yeah. I feel like we will need an expert because, you know. I, I, I don't understand how Dogecoin is, uh, you know, making moves based off Elon just tweeting something. Anyway, you know, a whole nother, whole nother yep. topic. Yeah, whole nother topic. Yep, yep. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, they're my, they're my views on, on what money is. That's so cool. I, I like the energy idea. That's it's kind of a healthier way to look at it as well. It's like, you know, it's energy and... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, we are coming from a very privileged position of having um, money at the moment Yeah. as well. Um, not everyone will see money the same way, and it's important to acknowledge that. Yes, yeah. Um, for some people, it's literally a means of survival, and, you know, they don't have a choice. Yeah. And... Anything. I mean, it's like at a certain um, point, people are stealing just to be able to get food. You know what I mean? Because they don't mm-hmm. have money. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, that's just crazy that we have multi-billionaires and then we have people that are having to do that or that are dying of starvation. So, you know, anyway. Yeah, bro. It's, it's, the wealth it's, gap is... Yeah, it's a madness. It's It shouldn't be the way that it is. Um, and I guess that, that leads me on to something that I've personally been doing and I've been talking to mum and dad about and obviously especially around getting getting the the property um is getting a really strong um not not really budget like for me personally I don't see it as a as a budget it's just kind of like knowing what expenses I have that are recurring so I call it recurring expenses and how much money do I need to be earning to live this lifestyle and being honest with myself in the lifestyle that I lead and then, you know, factoring all the needs and then, you know, what is like, you know, uh, something that's just a want or something nice to have and then just being like, can I afford it? Yes or no? It's simple. And from what I, from the budget that I've done to be able to um, afford this property but also have, you know, all everything that I need met and as well as some wants. Mm. Um, 
I'll need to be making fifty-five to 57000 a year mm. to cover all that. But here's the, here's the kicker as well, is that I, um, I also would be saving 40% of that income. Right. So that includes, you know, mortgage repayments and um, all that other stuff for a place to live in, groceries, you know, pretty much anything you can think of. And they're obviously things that I keep having to add to that list. Um, but that, yeah, that does involve me saving 40% of that income. So I think, and and this is obviously specific to my situation, right? I'm not saying that you, in your current situation, can go out and buy a property with only 57000 uh, as your annual salary. It's mm. it's based off all the findings that I've found that in the lifestyle that I lead, this is all I need. And I say all, you know, this is what I need to be able to survive and, you know, have shelter, provide all the needs for me personally. Mm. Um, but it is very empowering to know what your expenses are and the lifestyle you lead because then it just makes the decisions of, once again, should I be exchanging my energy for this or, you know, should I be buying this? Should I be doing this? It makes it so much easier because you're like, cool, this is what I know I have coming up. If I do this, am I going to be shooting myself in the foot type thing? Mm. So yeah, I'm very sure. I'm very big on that. But yeah, once again, general general advice. Uh, and this is, you know, specifically my situation. So please don't sue me. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I think budgeting is a, a good, can be a good tool, but obviously having some leeway and stuff within it. Yeah. Um, so I, I recently, like one of the newspaper articles that came out from, I think it was, I can't remember who published it. Um, it was showing the, how much you have to earn to afford a median household mortgage in New Zealand. Yeah. So in in Auckland, I think you need to earn uh $170,000. Oh my a god. Yeah. What the heck? To afford a mortgage. So yeah, I wish I could afford a house on 57k. But yeah. again, it's very regional specific. Um and they base well. it the banks base it. And I'm sure you'd have some a little bit of knowledge around this as well, but the banks base it off averages um for like your state or territory or your country um and it's like is it single person is it a family and all that type of stuff they bank uh they um take all this to into account to assess whether you're actually able to to repay this loan and stuff like that so it's very specific and um i know for a fact that my budget and the way that i live is under what the bank says uh, a single person needs right um so they say i think because uh, i went over this with a mortgage broker and he was just like they're gonna say you're spending um 1600 uh a month a week a month something like that um and i whatever whatever that time frame was 1600 and i was coming in at about 1200 right so right. they're always going to look at like they're going to base it off if yours is higher like great they're going to base it off that if not there's like a minimum threshold that you're going to hit 
So for me, they're going to be basing it off that sixteen hundred. Right. Um, but it's just it's just cool to to know your position and and know that you're like, ah, oh, sweet. Well, if I can afford it at sixteen hundred, but really I'm living at twelve hundred, um, that's great. That means that you know, obviously, I'm kind of I kind of know what I need to survive, and I have that leeway uh, in case something doesn't quite go right this month. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I got into that, but yeah, it's just something I wanted to add. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. It's yeah. uh, interesting seeing your thought process as well. Um, being a big boy buying a house. <laughs> um, hopefully, Thanks, I'll, I'll 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 be with you in about five or ten years' time. Man, uh, you'll get well with one hundred seventy thousand needed in NZ. Like, yeah, good luck, bro. <laughs> I thought Australia was yeah, expensive. The bro, it's just Auckland, bro. Yeah. But it's similar in like Wellington and other big cities, so yeah. Guess I'm moving to Canberra. Yeah, come on, bro, come on over anytime. You're welcome. Get, you get me a job, I'll be over there. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, so I guess uh we can lead into, uh, and I think this comes into me obviously looking at my my recurring expenses and stuff like how our spending habits have changed over time um and hmm. something you've obviously already touched on um but did you want to elaborate on that a bit yeah so i think um it's it's changed from i i'd say it's like there's the main things like clothes i'm i'm into clothes so i like buying nice clothes but at one point i was just buying i wasn't even buying clothes i this is my most recent purchase was the first time i bought clothes in like i think a year and a half or like for myself awesome and, man you got the the paste well, rpst bro that's awesome bro <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and shoes i recently bought shoes because like my shoes were destroying itself and like the last pair of shoes I got were like gifted and before that was gifted as well. So yeah, I kind of like bought some shoes, bought some work clothes and yeah, it was, it was good. Um, so I guess it like ebb and flows, um, spending money on food has changed in like what I buy and like, I guess the frequency of what I buy. So like, I'm more likely to go to somewhere a bit nicer just because I know I can afford it now. Yeah. Uh, whereas before I couldn't. Um, so I guess that's also a change. Um, and then trips. Like I s- probably booked more trips in for this year than I did any year before, for sure. Yeah. Because, um, like, yeah, again, like, I know I can afford it and it's what I like to do. I like to, like, travel and see different things and be in different places. So, Yeah. Yep. definitely like still following my my things I like my wants like my wants haven't changed too much yep um but I guess the value of my wants have probably changed a bit you know <laughs> yeah yeah awesome that's really cool man. what about you bro um yeah I was just just trying to think um I think one of the biggest things is that before and this kind of feeds into you know the previous episodes and stuff with like relationships and stuff i was just you could you could kind of categorize it as being immature and it was no different with money 
when I um, mm. first started working and stuff because I didn't realize how fortunate I was. Um, like, you know, what my parents have given me, the platform they've given me, you know, the things I had access to. So my spending before was just like, you know, I, I, I saved a little bit and like I had a bit in savings, but if something cool came along that I semi-wanted, I was like, yeah, I've got the money, just buy it type thing. <laughs> yep. Um, So like, you know, and I'm big into, I was big into technology. I still am, but you know, not as much as I was before. So I was like, cool. I had the uh, full on sound system. I had a really awesome TV. I had this fully kitted out iMac. I had iPad, Apple Watch, phone, you know, like all these things, you know. And yep. um, it was just kind of like, if I if my mates just said, "Yeah, I want to go do something," I was like, "Yeah, sweet, let's go," type thing. Like, not even, not even really thinking about it. Mm. Uh, and then now it's like it is very different. Now I still spend money on things that I like. So, one of my recent purchases is like these cool LED lights. Um, that I are saw like, that. You know, yeah, yeah, the 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 beam. It's called LIFX beam. Yeah, Kenzie and, showed um, it to me. Oh uh, yeah, and he's like, "Does he think he's in a rave?" <laughs> Mate, you know, I'm just enjoying my life. So, like, I'll I'll spend <laughs> I'll spend money on that sort of stuff. But the biggest difference is is that, and this is once again thanks to the Barefoot Investor, is how I've set it up. So, my recurring expenses at the moment. Uh, are not topping out above 45% of the income I'm getting now, right? So mm. all of that is taken account for. So the rest of that money I'm splitting in between accounts such as splurge, travel, uh, emergency fund, investment, all that type of stuff, right? So if I want to mm. buy something, it has to come from my splurge. And right. that's where it's also really helped me be like, okay, I really like this. This is an awesome TV. I don't have enough money in my splurge to afford it. I can't buy it. Whereas before, right. I would have just looked at the overall balance and been like, easy, bro. I can afford that. Just buy it type thing. Yeah, yeah. That has single-handedly been the biggest change to my spending and it has helped me, you know, really manage my finances well to the point where, you know, within two weeks' notice... I was able to get uh, a, an apartment and get the deposit down, secure it, and then give myself some time to save up the rest of the money needed and to get into the job that I need to do it. Because, you know, on my current income, by choice, I, I don't have enough money to be able to afford this property. Mm-hmm. But because of my previous saving, my investing and stuff, I'm able to secure this property and be like, all right, cool. This is where I need to be in a year and a half time uh, for the bank to be able to give me this loan. Cool. Let's work towards that type of thing. And it's just such a freeing feeling to one, you know, live debt free uh, and two, just be, just understand where your money goes and be in control of your finances. Because at the end of the day, you know, it's, you know, it's an exchange of energy. It's not yours you know, this this isn't your money. It's not going to go to the grave with you. It's not who you are. You know, yep. you are not how much money you have. Um, yep. So it's just it's just freeing that in today's society, I have control over this current aspect. Um, and if it's all going to go down the toilet, you know, 
who knows what's going to happen in the future then it's like sweet i understand that this really it's just it's just what's what's happening it's just life at the moment if it all goes tomorrow you know so be it that's life man that was that's, that's a good very man. yeah that's like a very broad <laughs> approach to us <laughs> the end of that yeah no it seems like you have a very healthy relationship with money now yeah and just it's so impressive that you could afford a house like <laughs> insanely like so proud of you bro yeah but it, it it is it is actually a lot easier to to afford a house off the plan or it's an apartment I just want to clarify one bedroom apartment but um. Mm. It's a lot easier than I thought it'd be, but you have to really have understanding of where you need to be when push comes to shove. And yeah. that is set up with the years prior doing the little things right type thing. So, yeah, that's the, that's the only reason. But thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'll be moving in right next to you. Don't worry. Yeah, no worries, bro. Well, my sister got the unit next to me. You can get the one across the other side then. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, I did want to say that, you know, as you can probably tell my, uh, relationship with money, uh, was never always like this. Like money used to be a big controlling factor. I used to complain about the prices and be like, oh my God, this is so expensive. I used to really care about how much I'm spending on certain brands and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. and that was also probably when my mental health was for me at its, at one of its lowest points was because of mm-hmm. money. So it's not always, um you know nice and rosy uh and i guess this is something that you know i think you wanted to speak on a bit yeah man um i think like mental health and money like it can affect you it can if you aren't getting as much money as you thought you would like it's going to affect you and yeah. can often affect you in very negative ways and it sucks you know um but also on the flip side like retail therapy is a thing and um spending outside of your means to get that you know dopamine release of going yeah. to the mall and buying something like i felt it you know it's real yeah um but i think now understanding that that was my my vice or one of my vices and just understanding that and fixing the underlying problem and seeing that my relationship with money improved by me fixing the underlying problem. Well, you know, clearly showed me that it was a mental health thing for me. Um, and yeah, I think also not making sure that money isn't like burdening you, um, worrying about spending day and night like you know is not healthy um just spending within your means probably um for me just making sure that i'm spending within my means that really helped yeah and yeah i think if exploring it for yourself i think that's one thing that i think everyone should do is just you know take the time to reflect on how they are spending money um if they feel it's correct for them and if not, how can they change it if they can? Um, yeah, I think that's the process I'm still on probably now. And especially now that I'm trying to save. Um, yeah. Is, you know, I really want to switch. But do I need a switch? It would make <laughs> me happy. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But I should probably save. But am I saving because somebody told me to save? Maybe I yeah. should just buy the Switch. Yeah. I think you've this done is, it, bro. This is the conversations I have. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're going to need to log on to Nintendo and uh, go get it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the new one's coming out, so I'm, like, kind of waiting. Oh, man. With an OLED screen, apparently. Apparently, yeah. That's, but I'm, uh, like, an OLED on this, like, tiny-ass screen. Does it even make a difference? Well, I mean, it's the same as on phones, right? You know, it's just... Do you I really guess. need an OLED on that? But I think it'll be cool. Yeah, but I'm guessing the price will drop for the current one. I'll just buy the cheaper one. Yeah, I mean... Stonks. I mean, this is so funny you bring that up because legitimately one day I got a message from my sister while I'm at work and she's just like, I bought a Switch. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, there's there's lots of different ways about enjoying life and uh, you got to, yeah, you got to be within your means and I think understanding that is probably one of the, the key things and I love that you raised that point uh, and that's something I really want to drive home is just understand where you are now uh, understand where you want to go and what it will take and what it looks like to get there and yeah it's just like don't spend as if you're already there type thing you know within your means work towards something you know what I mean Um, and that journey you're going to make mistakes you're going to make financial mistakes Um, like that that happens you know we all we've all bought something you know, we're just like, ah, oh, an instant buyer's remorse. We're like, why do we do that? You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so just go on your own journey. Don't be afraid to, to make mistakes. Um, and because understand that uh, at the end of the day, you know, money isn't everything. And I know that's easy for me to say. And I used to be at a spot where I'd, if someone told me that, I'd be like, just just stop talking. You don't get it. But yeah. yeah, the only way you're really going to be able to to go through it, I think, is by having your own experiences and really thinking like, what does this mean to me? At the end of the day, what does money mean to me? And just be honest with yourself. Yeah, for sure. All right, yeah. I think that's a good place to end it, bro. Man, I um, I feel like I've been getting really into these last few episodes, man. Sorry, uh, I've been, been giving you more mic time, bro. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. But um, yeah, um, it's, it's always a pleasure hearing your thoughts and um, you know, yeah. getting your perspective. And uh, if you, if you guys at home do want to catch the other episodes, um, you can go to pace dot com yep. uh, slash podcasts, and you'll find it all on there. Yep. Um, we got some bangers on there. Not gonna Mate, lie, the 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 quality has improved tenfold. I reckon. Um, oh for it, sure it is it is just it's good and it's nice to be able to speak on topics that you know um give you that energy that you you enjoy talking about it you enjoy listening to it you enjoy talking about it you know it's just it's so much nicer yeah um i recommend listening to the indo fijian podcast that we put out um if you haven't already really yep. enjoyed that one probably one of yep. my favorites yeah um yeah, it was good. Good chat. Very good one. chat. <laughs> yeah, and it's been another good chat with you, Dent. It has, it has, and um, yeah, keen, keen to speak with you in the next one. All right, catch you later. All right, see you, bro. Bye. Peace.